Matt Berkey is a seasoned poker pro when it comes to playing high-stakes cash games, and here he is playing in the biggest game ever at Hustler Casino Live. Also at this table are players like Phil Ivey, one of the absolute greatest poker players to ever live. Also, Garrett Adelstein, who's just been smashing up the cash games. And uh, in this hand, we're going to see if Berkey can be a magician, because he has not one, but two aces up his sleeve. Berkey here has aces. Let's see how much money the pocket aces can get into the pot. And Berkey here has aces. It looks like Ivy limped in. Limped in six-handed. Definitely non-standard here with the King Jack offsuit. Krish has called and Garrett here is also going to call, does not squeeze King Jack and clubs, and wow, we've got a lot of playable hands here, and it started with an Ivy limp. So five ways here, Berkey with aces. Oh yeah. Somehow Garrett just knows. Phil Ivy decides to mix it up and open limps under the gun, six-handed with the King Jack offsuit. I'm not especially sure why he would do that, but I'm sure he has his reasons. Matt Berkey then raises it up to $1,400, playing $200-400 with the pocket aces. That seems perfectly fine and standard. Christian the small blind with ace-10 of clubs, a very good hand. He decides to call. He could three-bet this, but I think calling's fine. Same thing for Garrett with the king-jack of clubs. Lots of clubs out, huh? He decides to call Gal in the straddle. Throws in $1,000 more with the eight-seven of spades. Seems fine. And then Phil Ivey sees the flop. Let's see what happens. He didn't squeeze in this spot. Krish here with top pair, top kicker. He's gonna, he might get involved here. Gall with middle pair, and Berkey is safe for now. Three thousand, and we've seen Krish make check raises on these types of boards. It wouldn't surprise me. And it looks like he is going to go for raising chips here. So 9,000, that's actually going to clean up everybody for Berkey here. And boy, he is in a great spot against Ace-10. See the chip stacks are... I definitely like Berkey's continuation bet on this 10-7-5 flop. It's very, very easy for his opponents to have some hands that have some equity that are way behind. And you don't really have to worry too much about hands like pocket 10s because that would often re-raise preflop. And 10-7 suited and 7-5 suited probably would not call preflop, although maybe they do. So this is a spot where for the most part, Berkey's gonna have the best hand by a mile. So he does go for a medium-sized bet, which is often what you should do in multi-way pots. And then he gets over to Krish with the ace, 10 of clubs. Top pair, top kicker. Normally a very good hand. And I think raising is fine, uh, especially with a lot of players yet to act, right? He has three players yet to act, all of whom could call with something like a gut shot or a middle pair, like we see Gal has the eight, seven of spades here. You don't really want that to stick around for only 3,000 into a pot that would go up to, what, 16,000 if Krish called and then the eight, seven suited called. So I like the raise. Also, this is a spot where Matt Berkey does not have to have exactly an overpair to bet, right? He could easily be sitting here with Jack-10 of clubs that you're dominating hard. Or he could have a draw that decided to bet, like Jack-9 of diamonds. 
So I think this is a spot where raising is definitely reasonable. Back around to Berkey. I think he has a pretty reasonable call spot. This is a scenario where you are way ahead of the vast majority of your opponent's range and you really, really, really want to keep him in the pot. Now, if you think if you re-raise, he'll just always stack off with a 10 for the $60,000 stack that Matt Berkey has, I suppose re-raising is fine, but a lot of players will get very, very cautious whenever you bet the flop and then re-raise to something like $24,000. They're just not going to put their entire stack in with top pair, no kicker. Now, maybe top pair, top kicker goes with it, but this is a spot where I definitely think slow playing is ideal. And if there's ever a chance that Krish is bluffing with either a decent draw, like 9-8 for an open into straight draw, or a junkier draw, like a gut shot, or maybe just a stone air ball, like uh, Queen Jack of Diamonds for a backdoor flush draw with two overcards, then you really want to keep him in the pot. So this is a scenario where usually calling is the ideal play in position, closing the action. Let's see what happens on the turn. Turn here is a four diamonds. So once again, Chris check raising top pair. Now Chris is going to slow down. Great shot there with those 1K chips. So when, when can you get more of these? How long do you have to play? Or you just, just it's for six hours. Yeah, Murky's not going to give up the reverse free card. He's going to bet. Again, this is Chris check raise the flop. You will have six of them after this. And now has check the turn. How long on the river? A minute? A minute. A minute. Uh, each one goes, of those gives you an extra minute. Berkey goes pot here. Maybe trying to get all the money in against a 10. 10 Adding one minute. going to make the call here. The turn is an interesting card, bringing the four of diamonds. So now there are some straights available, but if you think about Matt Berkey's range, he's pretty unlikely to have the eight, six suited exactly, right? So this is a spot where if Krish had the best hand on the flop, he probably still has the best hand on the turn. And he will have the best hand a lot of the time in the spot against a lot of junky draws and also against worse top pairs. The problem though, is that Berkey could just have aces, kings, queens, jacks or a set and he is dead with the ace 10. So I think going for a smaller medium bet in Krish's scenario is probably fine. Check calling is also very reasonable. That way you do give Berkey a chance to bluff with whatever bluffs he has. And you know, Matt Berkey will bluff in this spot a decent amount of time. I have to presume if he does have some sort of draw that lacks showdown value. So I think either bet small or check is reasonable depending on exactly what Berkey's range looks like, which it's very, very difficult to know. So Chris checks, and I think Berkey does need to go for a bet with the pocket aces in this scenario. I realize he could be crushed by a set that decided to slow play or random 10-7 suited, but this is a situation where for the most part, pocket aces are the best hand by a mile. And if you think about Chris's range, it's going to be a whole lot of hands like top pair, which are not going to fold, or either junky draws that are drawing to four outs that may just give up on the river, and you don't want to let them see the outs for free. Or you're going to be against um, some premium draws, like a hand like 9-8 uh, suited. 
So Berkey does go for a 60-ish percent pot bet, about 15,000 into 25,000. And I think that's fine and good. I maybe would have gone a little bit smaller because Berkey only has 36,000 remaining in his stack, which I think is not going to give the illusion that uh, you plan to get out of the way in this hand. Although maybe it does, depending on Berkey's strategy. So I, I like the bet. I probably would have gone more like 12,000, but whatever, that's nitpicking, right? All right. Back around to Krish. I think calling's the only play that makes sense. You could raise if you think Berkey's range is full of worse made hands that will call off against the shove. But again, a lot of hands like Jack-10 will not call off against the shove in the spot. So I think Chris just has to call and hope not a whole lot more money goes into the pot by the river. Well, Chris is going to make the call here. Let's see if we see a clean river. It's pretty clean, but it might lose. Might slow down Chris. Yeah. What would you do on the river? If you were in this scenario as Krish with the ace 10, would you check and then check fold if Berkey goes all in? Would you check looking to check call if Berkey goes all in? Or do you get fancy and lead? Let me know what you would do in the comment section down below. Might lose Berkey some action here. Although Krish looks like he's gonna, I don't know what he's doing, Nick, but I don't either. I can see the cards. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he checked. I would have jammed if you checked. Yeah. I guess I called. Yeah. Berkey's just going to call. You King 10? No. Yeah. Berkey's scared of King 10. That's it. Wow. So Matt Berkey gets one there. A little strange at the end, but. It was. That's a. He didn't feel good about calling that hand. I wouldn't either. I do not like this all-in lead at all. I'm not exactly sure if Chris thinks he is bluffing or value betting at this point, because if you think about it, Berkey could have some hands like queens and jacks that may actually find a hero fold on this river. But usually, from a game theory optimal point of view at least, which I realize we may not be in game theory optimal world at all, you typically want to lead on rivers that are really, really good for your range and really bad for your opponents. And if you think about the hands that Berkey could have as bluffs, some of those are going to be hands like king, queen of spades. They decided to call the flop check raise in position with two over cards backdoor flush draw. They decided to bluff the turn. And now they just paired top pair on the river. So that's a hand that's probably not going to fold to the shove. So given Chris should not have all that many hands containing a king, and Berkey should, I do not think this is a spot where Chris wants to lead with anything. And if he did want to lead, he probably wants to just be leading with total garbage that cannot win at the showdown. And this ace-10 actually does win at the showdown a decent amount of the time. Imagine Berkey has a hand like jack-10. He may find a fold against the shove, which would be terrible. So you're going to find that usually these medium strength but decent hands like Krishna just want to check the river. And, you know, you're probably going to check call or check fold this river. I realize it's a tough spot if you check in Berkey shoves because, like I said, some of Berkey's bluffs are going to be random king highs that just got there that will go for thin value. It's not even that thin, really, because Krishna's range contains a lot of tens. So uh, facing the lead... Berkey just has a trivially easy call. Whenever a lot of draws missed, you just have to find a call. Uh, like Berkey seems to allude to here, you could easily have King-10, right? Certainly you could. But you could also have one of the many busted draws. Whenever a lot of draws miss, you have to be very careful trying to bluff your opponent off of a decently strong hand because they're just going to find calls. I mean, if Berkey had a hand like Pocket Queens here, I bet he would find a call because Berkey realizes that there just are not a lot of kings in Krish's range. And if there's not a lot of kings in your opponent's range, what are they really doing? Are they really playing a set this way? It'd be bizarre. So Berkey does make the call, and he scoops a nice pot. By the way, if Krish did check the river, I am going to presume Berkey would still shove on this river just straight up for value, given there are a lot of busted draws that he could have. And look, I, if I was in Krish's shoes, what would I do? I probably would have called it off reluctantly, sadly, 
And uh, Berkey would want all my money in this hand anyway. That's me for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Huge thanks to Hustler Casino Live for letting us use this footage. If you enjoyed the show, click the like and subscribe buttons down below. I would definitely appreciate that. Also, click the notification bell. We make a point to put out a lot of fun, high-quality, educational, maybe a little bit entertaining content for you here on this channel. And I want to make sure that you do not miss out on any of it. Have a great week. I hope you run very hot. And whenever you get aces, I hope you get all the money in good.